Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Monday, July 24th, 2023, the Feast of St. Charbel, and it is the 16th Monday of Ordinary Time. Sorry, my voice is a little bit raspy today. Our reading is from the gospel according to St. Matthew. Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. He said to them in reply, An evil and unfaithful generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. Just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the earth three days and three nights. At the judgment the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and there is something greater than Jonah here. At the judgment, the queen of the south will arise with this generation and condemn it, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. So, this is a very interesting gospel reading, in that, first of all, Jesus talks about signs, And he says, an evil and faithless generation seeks a sign. But those are the people that don't get signs. In other words, why do they want miracles? They want a little light show. Is that what they want? Why is it that in my own preaching, I've talked so much about miracles, and yet the the majority of people I've talked to about them have not been willing to change their lives and convert. Why is that? It's just entertainment for them. It's a trivial thing. Who knows? And that's what they wanted from Jesus. But he said, what's needed is repentance. You know, Jonah uh, was three days and three nights in the belly of a whale. I mean, there was a whole thing. And it's funny because in the Old Testament, it doesn't say whale. It says big fish. (laughs) So who knows if that's a translation issue or what. But, you know, you get the point. Um, After all that with Jonah, he went to Nineveh. He preached. They repented. The Queen of the South and various other people, especially women, went to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all over the world. And Jesus is saying, Here I am. I'm God. I'm the second person of the Trinity. I'm giving you signs. I'm preaching the word and you're not repenting. These people repented. These people came for the wisdom of God for they, they responded to the signs. So on the one hand, we shouldn't need signs, but on the other hand, when we see them, when we're given them, we should respond. I, recently, I got together with a friend, and I was telling him just about all these different miracles. And this is somebody I grew up with in the faith, but now he doesn't practice his faith anymore. And at the end of me sharing all these different things, he said, oh, you're really into signs, aren't you? Like, number one, like it was negative, but number two, like, I don't know, it was just a multiple layered rejection of what I was saying. Like, even with the signs, he's not going to convert but uh, 
you know, I don't know. I don't know. There's just so there's levels there. There's layers. And I shouldn't be looking for signs too. He seemed to be saying yet. This is what Jesus did. He performed signs. He got people interested. Hearts started to change. And then he went deeper with his teachings. We live in a day and age where there are signs all around us. Like I said about my own preaching and people reject the signs constantly even when God is so good to give us signs. I mean, he doesn't have to do that. Imagine if he didn't. You know, he's trying to save our souls. Another interesting point about this passage, a little side note, is this is one of the places where it's predicted that, um, you know, the people would be punished for crucifying him. That, you know, you see in the writings of Josephus and in other places, Jerusalem was wiped out. And those particular people who crucified Jesus were wiped out. This was predicted from even the Old Testament. Those who kill the Messiah, those who uh, persecute the Messiah. I mean, there was already the persecution of all the prophets, and Jesus mentions that. In the end, those who did this would be punished, but especially those who kill the Messiah. So what about in our own day and age where people kill babies by the thousands? And you have the sign of what's called ultrasound and all the other different ways that we can see that this is a human person in the womb. But they ignore the signs because they want to cling to their evil ways. And so many other evils that happen, despite all the good, all the signs, all the ways our Lord is telling us, I am here, I am real, and I want to perform miracles in your life. So I think of... um, I mean, there's so many stories of Eucharistic miracles. That's kind of what's on my mind today. Like a priest friend of mine that used to be stationed at a mental hospital. And on certain days, he would walk down the hall with the Blessed Sacrament in his pocket. And everybody reacted differently to him that day. So many of the people were just so wonderful towards him. And a lot of them were the people, that the Catholics he was bringing communion to. But he said certain people would just lash out at him, come and try to stab him with a pencil, throw heavy objects at him. And then after he had given out communion and he walked down the hall later, those same people acted completely differently. Oh, hey, Father, how you doing? I haven't seen you. And he said, yeah, you saw me. You tried to kill me earlier, but they didn't remember. And he said, if I ever doubted the presence of evil, if I ever doubted the the true presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, he said, I saw it with my own eyes, the way they reacted. And there's endless stories, including some of my own, about people bringing the Blessed Sacrament to abortion clinics and praying, and then they shut down. (laughs) Because the presence of Jesus heals. The presence of Jesus drives out the evil one. It's one of so many signs. How about Our Lady? appearing and the miracle of the sun at Fatima, so many other places, all the endless miracles that happen at Lourdes, the miracle of the Tilma at Guadalupe, and yet people still reject her as the mother of Jesus and as our mother. And people still reject the faith, even though they see these things and the messages of Our Lady that have to do with repentance, turning away from sin, turning to the Lord because time is running out. She's trying to save us. She's a good mother and she loves us. Anyway, that's our message for today. (laughs) I'm going to cut it short because I can hardly talk. Uh, And I had a long weekend and involved some uh, 
cheering and screaming and yelling and things like that. All good. Don't worry. Um, but yes, our Lord is reaching out to us. He, if you just ask him for signs, he'll give you so many of them right now, right today. He does it in so many ways. He's constantly communicating with us and he asks us to open up our hearts and open up our minds to him, to know his plans for us and his love for us so that he can communicate his will to us and so that we can follow it. I know a lot of people are afraid to follow his will, but he promised he would be with us. He would give us the courage. He would give us everything that we need to follow him and ultimately be saved. Hope everybody has a great day. God bless you.